0: Episode 221 of the TDR Now podcast. We are the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at all the places, basically under TDR Explorer at tdrexplorer.com, which is like the main hub on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all under TDR Explorer, and of course on YouTube as well. So if you want to see, for example, Chris eat all the things at the parks, go to YouTube and check it out because it's very entertaining, especially during these COVID times. And I am one of your hosts and I, (laughs) once upon a time, When we could go out to the parks i used to take photos (laughs) and (laughs) you can find me on twitter and on instagram under dream sweet slum one day i will upload one day i will update but now is now is not that time (laughs) and with me as always is the amazing chris hi chris
1: hi yeah i'm the other host chris chief content editor for tdr explorer and i don't know i guess i'm the one taking pictures mostly lately. (laughs) I haven't been to the parks probably in two months now, two and a half months. So it's been been a hot minute. But I did take pictures of the Toy Story Hotel.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we waited, what, two and a half years for them to tell us, it's the Tokyo Disney Resort Toy Story Hotel. Cool.
0: Were you waiting for that? Because I was not waiting.
1: (laughs) I kind of just... I don't know. I was just letting it happen because they initially announced that hotel at the end of 2018, <laughs> and then that was it. Nothing, and they started building it. And obviously, we can see it; it's there. And just uh, what uh, April 6th is when they made this announcement, which really didn't tell us any much more. I
0: mean, do we like what? Much? What are we going to learn? It's a moderate hotel.
1: Well, yeah. like It's a moderate hotel. They didn't tell us that before.
0: I mean, but you could, looking at the building, you could tell. Yeah.
1: Restaurant and shops. I mean, that's kind of a given.
0: Mm, I don't know if restaurants is a given. Yeah? Yeah.
1: For a moderate hotel, I better have a restaurant. The value ones have a ho- restaurant. So like, it would make sense.
0: Barely. They barely have a restaurant.
1: Uh, it's more of a it's a breakfast thing it's
0: like a yeah like a little you buy a ticket and you have like a little buffet breakfast or something but it's like not like it's not like when you hear like like disney buffet it's not like that level it's like the really low level you know like the really like cheap hotel buffet
1: What was it called concierge breakfast no what's the word for not we're uh, talking about
0: celebration right
1: yeah yeah celebration hotel not complimentary breakfast concierge no not concierge it breakfast called? it begins with a scene. i'm continental with, um, yes there we yeah, go continental yeah, yeah. breakfast that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. on the lower end
0: right
1: so for the toy story one who knows they don't tell us if it's gonna be a character one or not i have no idea it could be for all we know or it could just be like the restaurant at the toy story hotel in shanghai where it's just it's just a restaurant that's it
0: could be. eat. yeah
1: so hard to say anyway That's it. It's opening sometime this year. We don't know when. It's just it's opening. That's all we know.
0: There was a couple of comments on Twitter, which (laughs) I was like living for. So we had Tom Bricker, who said, I liked it better as a demolished events hall. (laughs) (laughs) And who else? Wait, because this one was Zach, who's at at W.O.F. Ginger wrote, the building itself looks like a prison that was recently converted into a daycare. And that was my number one comment. I'm like, yes, this is the comment. This is exactly the description. (laughs) But like the crazy thing is we're probably going to end up staying there for like family reasons. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. (laughs) But we probably have to go at some point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a hotel. I honestly, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Everyone wants to have these hot takes or everyone wants to be funny and everything. And I'm over here just thinking, I really don't care. It's a hotel.
0: I was entertained.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm just being, I'm just sick of this year. Let's just put it that way. This year that doesn't want to end. So I'm just like at my wits end with snarkiness and i just don't care Uh, you
0: have to embrace (laughs) the snarkiness because it made me smile
1: well i'll let you have it thank you (laughs) anyway we're doing something different on the show today we're talking about shows that don't exist anymore at the parks because we did something what was that a few episodes ago like five or six episodes ago where we talked about what we thought was the the golden era for entertainment at Tokyo Disney, and that episode did really well, and people really loved that. So we thought, why don't we every few episodes or whatever, when you know there's a lull in what's going on, which is a lot right now, <laughs> um, we talk about things that from the past, and we thought we would call this segment Retro Tokyo Disneyland or Disney Sea if we're talking about that park. For this episode, Trish, you came up with the idea to talk about Rock Around the Mouse.
0: Yeah, I really love this show.
1: So this is a show that you got to see in person. I I, I never got to see it in person, so I had to live, live vicariously through YouTube for this one. But you actually got to see it, which is really cool.
0: It was so fun. And actually, I think during this time, I think we saw it a couple of times. And we even had a friend who was able to meet up with us and come to the parks and he was also able to watch it with us so it like it's like an extra special memory
1: so before we get into that, though, I just want to remind everyone about our Patreon. If you want to help support the show, because we do have the bills to pay, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, and you can pledge a certain amount to help us out with the show. And one of our popular ones is the $5 level, where we will shout out your name at the end of the show. So if you stick around to the end, you can hear a shout out to a bunch of wonderful explorers who are supporting us. So again, if you want to support us, and we really do appreciate it, it does help out. Head on over to com slash tdr now okay so give me the lowdown about this rock around the mouse when was it what was it about tell me everything tell me everything about it
0: so at that time tokyo not tokyo disneyland sorry disneyland in anaheim was celebrating its 50th anniversary so this show was done kind of like as a tribute to disneyland And it was held at Tokyo Disneyland in 2005 from April 15th, which is, of course, Tokyo Disneyland's birthday, until August 31st. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it was a really cute idea. So it was all like 1950s style. And there was like a diner and these retro cars and retro motorcycles. And Mickey and his friends meet up at the diner hijinks ensue they end up racing against like the villains gang and um it's ridiculous what it was is it the music was rock around the mouse which you probably have heard before because it was an older uh, music track and it was re-recorded for this show so it didn't have like an original theme they kind of took that and they just redid it and it was let's see the main area of the show was the plaza but and this is something that i really really loved about it the characters would follow the parade route to come to the show so they would come in their cars and they'd roll up and they'd be posing and they'd be driving by slowly and it so it served as kind of like an atmosphere greeting mixed with a show at the same time and then when they were going back it was the same thing which is really really wonderful and so you could enjoy it also from a lot of different places because apart from the it was a castle show. So apart from that main stage, depending on like, let's say if you couldn't get an area in the main seating area, if you were around the hub, you could see the car race, which was like a totally different part of the show and a different experience. So you could see it from different areas, you can enjoy it from different areas. And like, overall, it was just like so well made had a ton of dancers, a ton of costumes, a ton of characters. And it was just ridiculous. And it had kind of like two halves. So, like, the first half was like the dancing on the castle forecourt stage. And then the second half was the car race going around the plaza. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> it does. For those of you that are listening there and probably thinking, like, what? We'll put a link to the, a couple YouTube videos for you to go watch afterwards. And this will make more sense. But yeah, uh, Trish, the way you described it, yeah, that's exactly what I saw in in, in the YouTube video. And I just want to point out, the show was only on for, what, six months? Yeah. Six months, something like that. So Mm -hmm. April to August 2005. That's it.
0: That was it. That was the norm. That's how it used to be.
1: There were so many dancers in the show. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous.
0: The amount of costume. Think of all the costuming just for this show. Those car props and those motorcycle props only for this show. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you would see them again at the countdown parade. At
1: the end of, of the course. year, of course, which we used to have, it was just a really elaborate show. I wish I, I, I wish I got to see it in person. I really do. Uh, I when I was when I was watching the video on YouTube, of course, all the music is all this 1950s rock and pop music, right? Mm-hmm. So you have yeah, there's there's a whole roster of songs, but just like whatever big song you can think of, it mm-hmm. was in there.
0: Oh, and I forgot to mention so. This show also seasonally had two different versions. So there was the regular version in the springtime, and in the summer it would become the summer version. So some songs changed, of course, some choreography changed, and they would shoot out water as well.
1: I saw the summer version. I saw the I saw the vehicles like squirting out water. Uh-huh. I think some of them look like they're coming from the windshield. Mm-hmm. I think kind of you know like the windshield wiper type of thing, <laughs> which I thought was really clever i love the whole diner stick with goofy yeah and of course the the jukebox breaks and max shows up and he's like all upset or whatever that's broken but they improvise Mm -hmm. and then everyone's just dancing with the mops and everyone has like those primary colors on that the 50s are known for and it's just like Really, really well done for a show that was only six months long or whatever it was. April, May, June, July. I mean, August. it's better
0: than the permanent shows that we get now. Like, let's be honest. And the villains yeah. gang, oh my gosh, Gaston and the big bad wolf, who is really like he's like kind of like one of the stars, right? He's amazing.
1: <laughs> you know? I love that he he was on the motorcycle, right?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: And oh, then uh, Cruella was there too. Of course, of
0: course. And I
1: love that they all, they had special costumes. So yeah. they weren't just in their you know normal getup from the movie, the, the movies that they're from, right? They were in period appropriate attire.
0: And I, was t- I would tell you, Chris, of course, because that was the norm.
1: <laughs> Way back then, yeah.
0: And then one really cool trivia is that this was the first time that we got Clarice in, I guess you could say, both a show and a parade, right? Because she would ride back.
1: Oh, yeah, because she sings in this. Mm-hmm. Her and um, Chip and Dale.
0: So that was like a really big thing because we we had never had Clarice before.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. So that was like her Tokyo Disney debut? hmm mm, Interesting. For a show. For Yeah, I guess for a show, yeah. Huh. The funny thing was she sung in English. The song was in English. I don't remember what the song was, but it, it, it was in English.
0: I want to say it was like One Fine Day.
1: Can we talk about the name of the diner?
0: What was it again? Big D's Diner or something like that?
1: Big D's Diner. Yeah. Like, um, like, do we need to say? <laughs> <laughs> do we need to say? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it gets by in Japan because no one would would get the 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 joke. But that's not. I don't think that's something you would probably call it in North America. Probably come up with something else, but. I, I, what does the D stand for? Disney. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I See, my mind did not go there.
0: Well, like on top of this show, at the same time, they had live music performers, a live band playing oldies and rock songs in the Tomorrowland Terrace three times a day. And I want to say that some of the shows, Stitch would show up and also dance on the stage there.
1: That would make sense because he was in the show, too.
0: Right? I want to say. Angel?
1: Angel wasn't in it, though. I don't think so.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: There's so many characters. There's so, so many. Yeah, like some of the songs was uh, Great Ball of Fire. Mm-hmm. And Pluto danced to Hound Dog. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Like, I thought that was really cute. Oh, and some of the performers were on roller skates. Yes.
0: Yeah, that was something that my son loved. He's like, oh my gosh, mommy, roller skates. And I go,
1: yes. <laughs> I loved, I loved the, the whole drag race at the end. Or near yeah. near the end, I thought that was very clever how they did that.
0: It was so fun, and they had to like try to fix the cars.
1: <laughs> they weren't actual cars, though, were they? They were just parade for no, no, no. They're, they're like, like cars. Um,
0: they were about the size of cars, but because they were pretty like low to the ground, yeah. But they were like they were not driving, no, because they were like posing and stuff on the vehicles. Like, I wonder, if they were like, was there a driver or were they just remote controlled? I don't remember. I think they were just remote controlled or something, like a parade
1: float. Probably. I want to say. Or there was some poor person lying down inside the hood having to drive it.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. They weren't that big. And um, the motorcycles, they were, I want to say they were driving it because they would do like little wheelies and stuff on it.
1: Mm. So there was a lot to the show. It was was, very intricate. For for myself personally, I'm not a big fan of like the 50s aesthetic. I'm kind of eh about it. But I can appreciate the show for just the amount of work that went into it and just how well it was pulled off. I'm just saddened that this is something we're never going to see again. Like to this extent.
0: Yeah, (laughs) me too.
1: But you got to see it in person, so...
0: Like something that you don't see on the videos is that there was also these really elaborate like photo op places. Like they had like the mechanic shop with like the like a photo place with that with like the vehicles and some of the characters. And what was the other one? The one with Mickey and Minnie. It was like what, like a car wash or something or like I forgot what it was. But they also (laughs) had like they also had like the custom card area with Mickey and Minnie as well. Right. And the other one was the gas station. With the three little kids. The three little pigs were the mechanics apprentice. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. The
1: three little pigs were in this too. <laughs> they
0: yeah, they're also kind of like they played an important role because they had to go and like fix one of the cars at some point.
1: One of the one of my favorite little bits in it was whenever one of the car like the cars honked, the honk was When You Wish Upon a Star.
0: Yeah, Mickey's car, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I thought that was really clever and really cute. That
0: was adorable.
1: <laughs> Just watching the characters in their night, like 1950s outfits in the summertime, I just thought, how hot must that be? Because Mickey was in a cardigan and Minnie was in like obviously like a big poofy dress. Did Daisy ever come out of the vehicle? I never. Uh, or did I she don't just stay in? Same with Donald. I don't remember them dancing about. I just remember obviously Mickey and Minnie were out. Chip and Dale and Clarice. Pluto, Goofy, Max.
0: The three little pigs. Three
1: little pigs. The three little
0: pigs did get out at some point.
1: Yeah. They were just like running all over the place. <laughs> yeah.
0: They were like scrambling
1: along with the 50 other performers on that stage. Mm-hmm. The amount of people they put on that stage is staggering.
0: Because, okay, let me tell you, that stage was enormous. <laughs> you it know, it was big. like so big. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't, I don't think Daisy ever left the vehicle. I think she I don't just, remember. I think she just, stood there well sat there or whatever or dan-
0: danced or something probably yeah the menu items were also really cute like I remember they had like a really cute parfait with like cornflakes <laughs> it was so <laughs> adorable and like little like colored marshmallows I think mm. which is so cute and the goods they had a lot a lot of goods and of course Tommy car version of all the cars and all of that so it was just really fun like they had big plushes of the cars too I think <laughs>
1: That wouldn't have surprised me, and to think this was in 2005, mm-hmm. so 16 years ago now at this point.
0: Yeah, can you believe like, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah, I guess it was a long time ago. <laughs>
1: <Just> thinking, <laughs> like 2005, I was starting university.
0: I want to hop in a time machine and go back, enjoy all those good shows.
1: Uh, I, I wish I got to see them person. Rock around the mouse, and yeah. So this never came back, right? It was more, it was a now- one and done.
0: Here's the thing, and this is so crazy to think about. At that time, it was like we took it for granted. You know what I mean? Like we took it for granted. We we it, it was like obvious. It was like expected that there would be a new show and that it wouldn't repeat, right? So when shows started repeating, we're like, oh, all of these losing is touch. They're repeating this show, <laughs> and that was like when we would get these grand shows. So we were so spoiled, you know, so maybe we deserve what we have now. I don't know. But we it was like the norm. It was like totally expected that this would only be a one and done. And then the next thing we would always like speculate, Oh, what's it gonna be? How many dancers is it gonna be? And it would be it's so exciting, because it was always something and it was always something like really different. And you, you know, it wasn't like, like, now we have like, every year, Easter, Halloween, Christmas, Easter, Halloween, Christmas, Easter, Halloween, Christmas, oh, and, and like summer, right?
1: No, but back pretty then, you
0: would get like a fashion show, or like a 1950s show, or like a nightclub show, and it was always like really different, or like Cinderella Bration, right? So like the, the the stories and stuff was always really different, oh like when they had what was that the one of the last castle shows, the one where they did like that rock and roll show, you know, like it was always really different, which it was exciting.
1: Yeah, now we're kind of same kind of stuff. They might repackage it slightly differently and that's about it, which is kind of sad. I don't know, maybe at some point? Um. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I think know. we touched on this before where from like, I guess an operation standpoint, obviously I have no idea how the company works. This is just me being like an armchair type of, you know, observation. I have no basis whatsoever. It's It seems like they're investing everything into expanding the parks right now, like with all these massive expansions that we're getting, and of of course money is finite, right? So we lose like a lot of the stuff with the with the with the entertainment, which we've had for a while. Like we've lost that for a while. This isn't anything new. So maybe once the expansion stuff is done, maybe we'll see a, like some more more money going back into entertainment. And I'm not saying this is going to happen right away. This is probably going to be like years down the road.
0: I I highly doubt it because i think they realize that they don't have to put money into intert- into entertainment and they can repeat the same stuff and people will come anyway and the new generation never experienced these shows so that's all they know so they think oh this is good you know like now that they've set a new standard they can just keep it like this and they don't have to use a bigger budget so why would they right mm-hmm. Because this is what people expect now.
1: It's unfortunate. <laughs> it kind of goes with everything. It's like, back in my day. You no, know?
0: dude, but this is amazing. <laughs> yeah,
1: anyway, back to back to Rock Around the Mouse. I think we kind of touched every point there is about this. Yeah, so it, it, it debuted on April 15th, 2005. So April 15th, mm-hmm. as we know, is the date that Tokyo Disneyland opened. Usually, Usually stuff debuts on the 15th of April. That's usually just how it goes. August 31st, I guess, you know, back then that was like the signal for the end of summer. Up until recently, summer has been going into like the first week of September. (laughs) Right?
0: I mean, it's it's still hot around that time now. The weather has changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do love that they did this whole 1950s thing. Very different. Very, you wouldn't expect it.
0: The costuming alone is just so fun and like so whimsical Mm -hmm. it was such it's just like a real like a joy to watch you know
1: i got that from uh the one video i i I did watch the video kind of captured pretty good just the grandness of this show and that i think that was what was most impressive for me just how grand this thing was again for the fifth time i've mentioned this in this half an hour podcast for a six month show you know it's just crazy to me
0: And I think what was also really fun for like guests was you would want to like repeat it because when you would watch from different areas, you would get different things out of it or you would see different parts that you couldn't see from other areas. So if you were in the main area, you would miss all the fun that was happening on the race route. Right. Mm -hmm. And you would um, if you were in the race route, or the main stage area you would miss like kind of like the parade of the vehicles coming and the characters posing and interacting with the other guests and that was like so fun you know so you would miss that atmosphere so you'd want to come at least like through two or three or more times to enjoy it from different places mm. not counting the summer version right and then you'd want to come back for the other version as well
1: i mean it's brilliant to get people to come back right hmm yeah i miss that <laughs> ah okay so that's the, that's it for the our first like retro tokyo disneyland show if you guys want to give us maybe some suggestions for other shows you want us to talk about us uh let us know on twitter uh you can find both trish and i on there you can just tweet at us and let us know what you want to hear Give us some suggestions, yeah. I know which which one I want to talk about at some point. What's
0: that? What's that?
1: The Club Disney oh, Club for sure Di- that is like the one show that I wish I wish I got to see in person. That was from two thousand. so like, yeah,
0: I just missed it. And you know, I was in Japan a year earlier, and I didn't go to Disney like a fool. <laughs> But if I, yeah, if I had gone a little earlier, shoot, my husband went a lot and he said it was wild.
1: Uh, I've seen videos of that show, multiple videos of it. And I just think like, what was this? 2000s was a wild time and I wish I was there. (laughs) Oh, I would have given anything to be there, have been there.
0: For sure. Like that, that show looks impressive. And that show also had so many different versions, right? Like different, because it was music throughout the years. So they had so many different like versions with different costumes and they had live singing and that long runway, right? How insane. So you have like the massive castle stage and on top of that, a lot, super long runway.
1: The catwalk. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll be one we'll talk about soon. We should probably talk about something from Disney Sea. We'll figure it out.
0: Disney Sea has so much too.
1: I know we have the Legend of Mythica to talk about. We have Mysterious Masquerade. We have the Christmas in New York. We have the. Uh, there's so many shows. There's there's a lot of content, you guys. So
0: style. Oh my God, style for for me from Disney Sea. Style is the one that I wish
1: uh, I had gone to. Yeah, me too. Ugh. Rhythms of the World. That was super fun. So much stuff. Okay, guys, let us know. Let us know. What do you want us to talk about? Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, if you have a favorite show, tell us what it is.
1: Yeah, let us know Let us know on Twitter. Before we go, though, we have to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us on the show. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily Baker, and Kevin.
0: And a big, big, big thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H., Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli and Dinah.
1: <laughs> and remember to rate and review us, Explorers, and make sure you follow us on like Spotify or wherever you're getting your podcasts from so you don't miss any of our episodes. And you can find everything we talked about here up on our website, TDRxplore.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places, TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one wishing that I got to see Rock Around the Mouse in person. <laughs> and joining us always is the wonderful Patricia.
0: I wanna go I wanna go in a tra- uh, time machine and travel back and experience the old show. I guess that's what YouTube is, right?
1: Yeah. That's...
0: I think we need to go down the YouTube rabbit hole and just like relive the old shows because they were so, <laughs> so good. And people were so good about taking videos too, like from all the different angles and people would edit it like really well. So yeah, good times. Guys, check out YouTube because there is an abundance of TDR shows and it's so, so fun. And you
1: have to search in Japanese most of the time if you want to get the good videos.
0: Search in Japanese, yes, yeah. because there's so so much, and if if you look under, so it should still they should still be up, but we had a friend and he was here like since forever. He was like the first English Disney website, um, and so if you look under Joe in Japan on YouTube. You should find a bunch of videos there. And I think his website should still be up. I don't think he updates anymore, but it would probably have links there as well. But so, so good. And he would cover everything. So go check that out.
1: All right, explorers. Until next time. Bye.